With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And good morning, my friends. Across the fruited and rooted plain. It's the Flowerland Show on your sunny Saturday morning. It's Rick Doug Christie left to right. Across your radio dial. Here on News Radio, Wood 1300, 106.9 FM. Big day program lined up here, the Flowerland Show, on your Saturday morning. Engineer, producer extraordinaire, John Ilk, he's at the controls. Thank you very much, John. And George Arthur's behind the glass. He's been busy this morning. George is always busy. Researching, making coffee, taking your calls, advising. He does it all. George George Pampers also. Yeah, George behind the glass. And thank you very much to our entrepreneur friends across the fruited and rooted plain for tuning in the Flowerland Show this morning. I'll tell you what, have we got a show for you today. Oh my, can't wait. Doug Christie, good morning. Good morning. morning. All right, uh, today, by the way, uh, at some point uh, when when I feel like it, uh, we're going to give away uh, a couple tickets to Christmas Light Show that's taking place at Fifth Third uh, Ballpark. We'll give away a couple tickets. All you got to do is play the Flowerland quiz, and this quiz, it, this one's great. Let's let's be clear. It opens next Wednesday. Yes. Don't 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 Not go open. there Monday or Tuesday. Well, they but have, they're having the walkthrough tonight. Exactly the walkthrough. And how awesome would that be to take pictures? And with the weather as great as it is, I know. Uh, Amy was telling me yesterday they've got a lot of people signed up. So that's uh, that's a very cool thing. Happy for uh, that. So uh, we will play the quiz. Um, also, by the way. Did you guys know, you know, Thanksgiving coming up this week? I knew that. Yeah, no, that's but not so what I was... it's next week, because Saturday's the end of this week. <laughs> I win. Oh, I win. I answered the question oh, first. boy. Okay, let me put it this way. Thanksgiving is in our near future. How many cups you got over there are you drinking today? I slammed two large iced coffees <laughs> on the way in here. You slammed them already. Well, yes, I did, between Whalen and Grand Rapids. <laughs> did you know at one point in our history we had a great cranberry scare? Did you know that? Cranberries attacked. The Great Cranberry Scare. We'll talk about that. It was the uh, bog um, monsters. They come up out of the cranberry bogs and they drag little children back down underneath. Well, Don't go out walking at night. You'll see. Stay tuned. I'll share it with you. By, by the way, our number is 616-774-2424. You're on the Flowerland Show. Um, so we'll talk about the Great Cranberry Scare. I, I got... I got chastised last week because I made fun of cranberry sauce in a can. The jelly stuff that comes out in a plop. Yeah. I had I had some people chastise me. They called me to chastise me about making fun of cranberry. So these were friends of yours actually. No, they're a couple radio show <laughs> listeners who are regular listeners. Um because that's what they serve at their table and oh. they have no issue with it. <laughs> well I get chastised for the green bean casserole. So you know join the club. Uh we'll share a Flowerland show memory with you. 
uh, today, this past week, Will Ferrell on... You're uh, not going to sing that song from Cats, are you? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to make sure. On The Tonight Show, uh, brought up an issue that brought back a flood of memories for me. Just a flood of memories. Uh, And we'll share that, uh, we'll share that with your great holiday uh, memory. Uh, We'll play uh, a game uh, a couple times on today's show, and the game is called The Word I'm Thinking Of. (laughs) Oh, I got a word. I'll think of a word. You can try to guess it. I'm thinking of a word. So am I. (laughs) I had to drive downtown in the traffic today. (laughs) Which, by the way, brings up a point, and our number is 616-774-2424. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. As a matter of fact... And the Santa Parade taking place here in downtown Grand Rapids. But it's a beautiful day, and this has bothered me all week. This word. Is it extraordinary or is it extraordinary? Extraordinary. No. Extraordinary. How do you know that? Because you can ask the girl that knows how to pronounce everything. No, we need to research. Extraordinary is two words, See, extraordinary in, is one. In my neighborhood. These are things that I think about as I slip my shoes on and put my sweater on. I think... Tie the noose around his neck. <laughs> is it... Because that's what I had to think about. <laughs> extraordinary? That's two words. Or is it extraordinary? Because One if word. you look at the word, the word says extra. And today, my friends, is an extra ordinary day. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. The sun's going to shine. I mean, for November... In Michigan, you can't beat this weather. Put a argument, smile on your face. But that argument would be pronounced psychiatrist because <laughs> there's a P in it. <laughs> it's going to be like this the whole show, Doug? I think so. Yeah. I had a uh, drive in downtown traffic. That's what today. I heard. Yeah. Extraordinary. And uh, also coming up, we'll talk to Amy Start from the Michigan Association of uh, Christmas Trees. Uh, because there's all this talk about all this talk about shortage of Christmas trees. Really, uh, we'll find out from her as far as that issue is concerned. We'll check we in with the birdman. We're on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> we'll check in with the birdman, and there's a good reason for checking in with the bird. In addition to that, to uh, clear up the controversy, what's the difference between a nutcracker and a nut hatch? So we'll deal with the birdman on that too. Thank you. Good morning. How, how, you've got to keep that coffee away from that, that girl there you got with her. Yeah. <laughs> She's already slammed she, a couple of them. She does that before I she gets that. here. Yeah. yeah. I heard that. Yeah, we have uh, reindeer coming to uh, our alpine flower land uh, today from noon to three. And my problem, Arlen, is that uh, in anticipation of that, Christy builds a deer blind in the parking lot. Ah, yeah. Yeah, and we, we just... But, it, but it's camouflage, it so away, you can't Christy. see it. <laughs> so we got to keep an eye on her. Anyhow, you had I a question, I want to ride, I want to make it fly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw it. My wife and I went to Holland last week for their open uh, their uh, open open house uh, all in, in downtown, and they had reindeer there. So oh, yeah. I saw a couple of reindeer last week already. Well, they're all over the place because they can fly, Arlen. Hey, that's right. Right, right. So what's on your mind? Well, I've got a lot of, not a lot of roses, but 10 roses maybe, and there's a, people talk about whether you should cover them up in the winter with a rose cone or some, or leave them 
uncovered so they can breathe more. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether the, an old saying or an old live tale, whatever you want to call it, is you have to cut them back so much that all you don't have any leaves left on uh-huh. them. Well, you know, uh, so I'm I'm of the opinion. What do I have to do? Okay, I'm of the opinion, Doug, that you don't have to cut them that much, and there are different methods. Some people like to cover them. Other people like to mulch soil. First thing I want to know: Are they landscape roses? Or I was going to say, you know, over the last uh, you know thirty, forty years that we've been doing this, Rick, roses have changed exactly. And I think that you know you're right, Arlen. The the, the wise tale has changed, but it's because the roses have changed exactly. And you go from a rose that used to be a grafted variety, which uh, maybe ninety percent were at that yeah. time. And we highly recommend mulching them, putting a rose cone over them, rose collar around them, but give them that winter protection. But in the last, I don't know, 20 years or so, they've really changed to what Christy calls a landscape rose. And that's a rose that's on its own root system, okay? And so, yeah, yeah, we do recommend pruning those back a little bit. I do not recommend pruning those hard if it is that landscape rose. Um, but I would definitely give it a little bit of mulch around the base of it to winterize it. But, you know, we've talked about it many times that these roses continue to perform well, well into winter. I mean, we had snow and they were still flowering. We got leaves on them. Let them shut down naturally. Don't be in a big hurry. There's a lot of gardening time left in December yet. And so, you know, we're not worried about shutting Amen. down plants. So, Amen. you know, it's one of those deals. If I have an old, you know, old hybrid tea that I, I really want to keep, I might think about a rose cone or at least or mulching the bother. Yeah. Yeah. Mulching the bottom of that plant just to give them a, that external. That's the weak spot of that plant. But the owner at rose, not a problem. Okay. Thank you. Because we've got both. And, and by, by a, 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 a landscape rose, uh, are you talking like a, like a carpet? Like I, I yes. Yeah. Carpet, yeah. Rose carpet drift, knockout. Those are right. some of the names you will hear. Knockout. There's many more, but those are some of the, the brand names you will hear. And like Doug said, they grow on their own root, Arlen. So just mound some mulch at the base. You'll be good to go and let, uh, give them time to shut down. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Very mulch. Thank you very mulch, Arlen. I appreciate that. We'll take a break here on the Flowerland Show. Up next, Amy Start, Executive Director, Michigan Christmas Tree Association. We're going to find out whether or not there really is a shortage of Christmas trees. That's coming up here on the Flowerland Show. It's next. Stay tuned. Rick Doug Christie on your Saturday morning. Radio's Flowerland Garden Show is on the air on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. All right, maintain your composture. We're here for you, the Flowerland Show, on your Saturday morning. Rick Doug Christie, left to right across your radio dial. Beautiful morning here, and uh, lots of folks going to be tying a beautiful Christmas tree to the top of their car and taking it home this weekend and into next week as we approach Thanksgiving Day. By the way, I want to remind folks, too, I'm going to be speaking to the Rockford Garden Club on December 10. That's going to be at Rockford United Methodist Church. It's open to the public, so uh, love to have a lot of our listeners come out that night. Should be a lot of fun. You can look for more information at thankyouverymulch.com. That's the Rockford Garden Club. We're going to go over there and wet our plants. It should be a good time on December 10. With us on the live line this morning is Amy Start. Amy is the executive director of the Michigan Christmas Tree Association. And a lot of, uh, a lot of news stories this past week 
You know, usually this time of the year, we start to see two news stories. One about how it's going to be difficult to travel for Thanksgiving. Duh. Duh. And secondly, um, Christmas trees. And is there a shortage? Amy, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Amy, trying to stay grounded. So uh, as executive director of the Michigan Christmas Association this past week, Doug and I spent a lot of time unloading beautiful, fresh, fragrant Christmas trees. They were fresh. They were fresh. They were beautiful. <laughs> and and then we go home at night and we watch news stories about a shortage. I'm like, what shortage? Uh, because my back is sore, Doug. Yeah, my too. Yours? Yeah. Uh, so, Amy, what's the deal? Why are we seeing some of these news stories? Well, what you're seeing is a result of a reduction in planting, you know, several years ago, back during the recession, when people, you know, got out of the business, um, you know, maybe weren't planting as many trees. And so now, you know, 10, 15 years later, you see that reduction in planting. And that's because it takes so long to grow a real Christmas tree. Uh And I think that's what people forget. Yeah. (laughs) So you're... you're you're saying, Absolutely. Amy, 2006 through 2009, that period, uh, some of the growers dropped off. Oh, yeah. And, okay. you know, it, a lot of them retired. They closed their farms. And then, you know, the amount of people getting into it, it wasn't as much to, you know, make that difference between the ones getting out and the ones getting in as well. What about the popularity of fresh trees? What are what are you seeing? Uh, is Is... Is that uh, uh, is it still continuing to grow? Because I know at Flowerland, uh, people just love to walk out into the tree section and stop and take a deep breath. And of course, breathing is free, and uh, it smells so good. What uh, what are you guys seeing as an association? Well, you know, I think too. You know, obviously the the smell is incredible, but you know, I think a lot of people want that natural choice, something that's not going to end up in a landfill. So we see a lot of younger families getting into getting real Christmas trees and, you know, making those experiences with with their family and going out to the farms and, you know, taking the pictures. And so we see a huge increase of younger families, the millennials, they care about where their products are coming from and they want that natural, real choice. Mm, I like that. And they probably want some ideas on what to do with it after Christmas, too, as opposed to just throwing it in the trash, right? Right. And, you know, there's so many things you can do with it from turning it into mulch or, you know, I put mine in my yard for several like months so the birds can perch on it. You know, we put crumbs on it and different things, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's fun to look out the window and see your Christmas tree, this beautiful tree, getting kind of a second life out in your yard. Sure. Yeah, we get people actually just buying them just for that reason. You mm-hmm. know, yesterday, lady, I'm just putting it on the stake outside. Don't do anything with it, you know. So, Interesting. Yeah, they do yeah. do that. But, you know, I agree with you that, um, you know, it's part of the, the fun of bringing the kids out and experience the whole Christmas thing and not just b- pulling it out of the box and say, here we go. It's just not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Very I mean, there's, there's not a Christmas movie that shows, you know, you go down the basement <laughs> and you pick up this dusty box, right? No. Oh. You go to the field. Yeah, they do that on the Hallmark Channel all the time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, and by the way, folks, we're chatting with Amy Start. Amy is the executive director of the Michigan Christmas Tree Association. There's a lot of wonderful uh, tree growers here in the state of Michigan. Uh, of course, agriculture and more specifically here, Christmas tree growers are an important part of our economy. And of course, 
they cut these trees and make them available to you at this time of the year, but they also are busy planting and replenishing the trees and providing a habitat for wildlife over the, uh, the course of the growing season, which brings up a point. These news stories that we've been seeing, and I wanted to ask you this, I remember the heat and the drought of 2012. Now, that would have been seven years ago. Are you impressed, Christy? Mm-hmm. I did the math. That would be that seven was, years ago. really good. Yeah. Uh, and Doug mentioned it takes a long time to grow a Christmas tree, although it's contingent probably on the species of Correct. tree. Uh, are you seeing that that drought of 2012 had any effect or not? Is that something that's been discussed? Well, you know, I think it depends on the area, too. You know, I mean, it it can affect, the you know, the tree. Mm-hmm. But Christmas trees are pretty hardy. And so... You know, it might have slowed down the growth a little bit, but, you know, overall, our growers are saying this year the trees look fantastic. So that's a good sign. Yeah, that's what we're seeing, too. And I think part of it, Amy, might be all the rain that we had also. We had a lot of rain. These trees just seem beautifully fresh and full and uh, heavy to me. (laughs) Yes. Oh, it's going to be a good year for Christmas trees. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Amy, do you have a favorite uh, to suggest to our listeners? Doug knows that when we unload these trees, when we get to the Douglas fir, I always just stick my face right in there and take a deep breath because I love that citrusy smell of of a Douglas fir. Do you have a favorite? Well, you know, the the favorite for most people is the Fraser fir, and it is such a great tree because it has such great needle retention and good shape good color, great smell. So I tend to go with the Fraser, but I also like the con color. And that one too has that citrus smell and it has very strong branches. So like my big heavy ornaments really stay on that tree very nicely. So I'll probably go either Fraser this year or con color fir. And for an old fashioned Christmas, uh, and some people just really like them and that old fashioned Christmas look, uh, Doug, a pine tree, whether it's a scotch yeah. or a white pine might be. Well, our growers here in Michigan are doing such a great job of growing these now, you know, they figured it out. So uh, scotch pine is coming back in popularity. I think that, uh, you know, a real traditionalist really likes that tree. They like the long needles. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and you know, in Michigan, more different types of varieties of trees than any other state. So there's so many options, but you do have your heart set on a Fraser, and you go to a field and they don't have it or a, a farm or a lot, pick something else. You can't go wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Just a moment left here, Amy. I wanted to ask you, uh, as exec- executive director of the Tree Association, I'm always telling people that it is not hard if you use your head to keep a tree nice and fresh all the way well into January. You just have to be smart about it, right? That's right. You know, when you get your tree home, Put a fresh cut on the base. That way the sap doesn't get over the, the base of the tree, and it'll let the water absorb through the tree. So that's the first step. Make that fresh cut. Second, water it. And water it often, especially at first. I'm always shocked at how much water my tree will take in that first few days. So check it often. You know, you can't just put your fingers in it four days later and realize, oh, my tree is dry. Exactly. No, you have to water it and keep it watered. Keep that tree well hydrated and keep it away from a heat source, not over, you know, a uh, vent or by a fireplace and even direct sunlight from a a window. I know a lot of people like it in a window, but that can dry your tree out as well. So put it in a good spot. The uh, uh, Amy, the trees, uh, when I smell that wonderful aroma and fragrance, it makes me 
sentimental. <laughs> you may use that for a marketing campaign as executive director if you'd like. But if you like your job, oh, don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can pay me royalties for that. Yeah. You've probably heard that before, I'm sure. Amy, thank you for joining us on the Flowerland Show and for your work as executive director of the Michigan Christmas Tree Association. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks for joining us on the Flower. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Our land show. The news is next here on News Radio Wood 1300 106.9 FM. It's Open Lawn Saturday, and the Flowerland Garden Show is taking your calls now at 616-774-2424. Now more of Wood Radio's Flowerland Garden Show. All right, use your two lips and speak to me. It's the Flowerland Show. Rick Doug Christie on your Saturday morning. Hey, get out that smartphone, head up to the Alpine Flowerland today. Santa and the reindeer are going to show up. Noon to three. You sit on Santa's lap. Have your picture taken? Yes, you can, Doug. Wow. I'm looking forward to that in social media. And, uh, of course, the uh, reindeer also. Get yourself a candy cane. Yeah, It's that time of the year. Rick Doug Christie on your Saturday morning, the Flowerland Show. It's the most wonderful time of the day. Coming up on the program, the word I'm thinking of. Don't roll your eyes at me, Christie. And we'll play the Flowerland Quiz, give away a couple tickets to Christmas Light Show. I had a chance to see the Christmas Light Show run last Saturday night. What a huge crowd of people. That was fun, running through the Christmas lights. It was a good time. Thank you very much to all who came out for that event last Saturday night. And coming up on the show in this half hour, we're going to chat with the Birdman... What's the difference between a nut hatch and a nutcracker? And why are nutcrackers important 
at this time of the year. All great information, and you only get it right here on the Flowerland Show. I want to remind people to share the podcast with friends and neighbors. It's free. Can't get much cheaper than that. F-R-E-E, free. It's available at woodradio.com, myflowerland.com, right there on the homepage. The uh, podcast of the Flowerland Show, and thank you very much. Before we chat with the uh, Birdman, let's go back to the uh, phone lines, and we're going to talk to Sue next. Sue, good morning. You are on the Flowerland Show. Good morning. Good morning. How can we help you, Sue? Uh, my question is, I have some mums that I planted kind of late, mm-hmm. right in the ground, and I have hydrangeas as well. Okay. And my question is, is um, if it's too late to cut them back down, should I just let them go, or should I cut them? In regards to the mums, not too late. Mums are herbaceous, so they're going to die to the ground anyhow. So generally okay. what we recommend you do is on a nice day like today, you'd go outside and you'd cut them back to an inch or two above the ground, leaving a little bit of stubble. The reason you leave the stubble is so that, number one, you can spot them next spring. Well, and, and mulch, especially if you got them in late. Exactly. Christy's correct there, Sue. In other words, you mulch them, and the stubble helps hold that mulch in place, whether you use leaves or bark mulch. Uh, Because, uh, as Christy said, planting them late, if we don't get a lot of snow cover or insulation, then the ground freezes, it expands, contracts, sometimes can push that root ball out of the ground, uh, and then you would lose the plant. So mulch is a good idea. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Yeah, so, you'll be okay. Um, Just mulch them. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, Sue. With us on the live line is the Birdman, Bill Stovall. Bill, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rick. What a great program so far. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, so far we're expecting <laughs> yeah. it to go downhill from here. Crash and burn, <laughs> crash and burn. Right. Well, you know, I called yesterday and I said, what about December uh, 7th? And you said to be a bomb. And I was thinking I'd come to the program and I said that still could be a bomb. Yeah. uh, You know, we talked about uh, Bill Stovall coming on the show uh, December 7th here in studio because a lot of people ask uh, uh, ask to uh, have Bill here in the studio so they can ask their bird questions and line them up in advance. Uh, and so, Birdman, uh, if you're available on De- Saturday, December 7, uh, we would have him on the program with us, and uh, people can fire away with their bird questions. Should be a lot of fun. I think that would be great fun. And Always as I does. and as I understand it, um, I'm going to have to bring along some birthday cake because you hit a big milestone this past week. I did, the 21st, yep. 21st birthday for yeah, the Birdman. I grew Bird up Man. a little bit. Bill Stovall. Congratulations. I thought you no, were no. going to say we 39. We get older, we never grow up. <laughs> Thank you. I've been the same ever since I was a little kid. If my feet aren't wet, I'm not happy. There you go. Got to roll, roll over rocks and do stuff like that. Bill, right off the bat this morning, we got a question from a listener, and I thought this was a fabulous question because I've seen this also myself. This person has observed that along their street... They have uh, trees, and all the trees are the same along the street, okay? Yeah. The birds all congregate in one tree. 
they pick one tree and then of course they evacuate and make a big mess underneath that tree on the sidewalk on the cars and that type of thing but they they all go to one now i know the old adage birds of a feather flock together okay but why in the world do they do that and then somebody came along and put christmas trees in the uh, christmas lights <laughs> in the tree and that caused them to move but they all move to one tree, as opposed to everyone picking a tree along the street and, you know, let's let's habitat a number of trees. They're all in one tree making all kinds of noise and making a big... Now, why do they do that? Why do these birds flock together? Well, one reason to flock together is uh, for protection, because if there's a predator, then the, the predator can only get one of them, and they're a terrible thing to, you know, if there's no not a single target, it confuses the predators. So that has something to do with if they're in flight or in groups, that's why they flock. I think it's probably the same in a tree. You know, they, they kind of all go to the same tree. They're just roosting and kind of sticking around together. I figure they're trying to stay warm, you know, but that's true. They don't have social media, so that's their form, too. Oh, yeah. you know, okay? They're tweeting. Your they're world, tweeting. yeah. Yeah, they're on Twitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's strength in number, which is probably part of the reason why birds of a feather flock together. Maybe they're trying to stay warm, too. Maybe there's multiple theories here on why those birds uh, do that. Although you would think that if they group together and they're making the racket that they are, they would call attention to themselves. But I suppose your odds are better... If you're three birds in a tree or 500 birds in a tree, your odds are better in the tree where there's 500 birds, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think maybe they like to tease their predators. Yeah. 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 We're over here. We're over here. Nya, 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 nya. <laughs> wow. It's a gang mentality. They figure if a predator shows up, they can all get together and just beat them to death. <laughs> exactly. We'll flock them. <laughs> So what a crazy fall, Birdman. I mean, you know, we had January in early November, and now things are getting better. I mean, are these birds a little bit confused? They've got, you know, migration habits and that type of thing. I mean, have we, have we messed them up? I know for a number of my lakeshore friends who love to, out on the lakeshore, Bill, we have a number of people who uh, use social media to spot snowy owls and then the photographers just converge where one is spotted and get that great snowy owl shot but are they messed up as far as migration is concerned now with what's happened with the weather not especially i don't think it's just an anomaly and uh it covered up the ground for a while and i'm glad that people had their feeders out and uh, uh, seed in them already so that there would be a a place to for them to get some food now it's melted and the Food's available again for a little while. Yeah, yeah. So they, they're they're pretty adaptable. But a good you know, idea to keep uh, keep some good clean bird feed in the uh, in the bird feeder so you can enjoy those birds. Always, always. Yeah, absolutely. So you had you, go ahead. No, go ahead, Bill. Uh, you said something about uh, uh, in your uh, intro about nutcrackers and nut hatches and nuts nuts to us and stuff like that. Yes, it's it's the <laughs> It's the season, uh, you know, where we enjoy nuts, and, and two of them are nut hatches and nut crackers. And Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Birdman, is uh, take a quick break to cultivate a little commerce. And let's dive into that a moment when we get back, the difference between a nut hatch and a nut cracker and why we would want nutch hatch. Nut hat. Did I say did I say nutch hatch? Yes. Yes, you did. They're not nutch hatches. They're nut hatches. I'm a trained professional. A new word for the day. Work with me. There we go. That's the word he's thinking of. The they word like niches. Maybe that's where you got it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's coming up on the show, too. We're going to play the word I'm thinking of. <laughs> and and we don't know. And it's not nutch hat. <laughs> Let's take a break here on the Flowerland Show. Cultivate a little commerce. We'll check in with the Birdman right after the break and more of your calls. Our number, 616-774-2424. It's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. Stay tuned. Plant it, mow it, or grow it, they know it. Now, more of Rick, Doug, and Christy and the Flowerland Garden Show on Wood Radio. All right, maintain your sense of humus. We're here for you, the Flowerland Show, your Saturday morning. Take a look at uh, Facebook Flowerland Show. I posted a picture of something I tied to the top of my car this past week in the spirit of the season. Check it out, Flowerland Show, Facebook. By the way, that employee's parents are going to sue. Also, uh, thank you very much.com, myflowerland.com. Also, in the spirit of the season, nutcrackers. You know, I was fascinated this past week with nutcrackers, that wood was the most common material in Germany in the 17th century, and so that's when German woodworkers started making the distinctive versions of these sol- uh, soldier dolls that we know today. Uh, but essentially what they were trying to do is they were trying to be efficient. They were trying to be efficient. And uh, what they did was they tried to figure out a way of the best solution for cracking nuts. And these uh, carpenters came up with the uh, the nutcrackers that uh, eventually became part of the whole holiday lore. Although, you know, we probably... When you reach the 1800s, we'd probably have Tchaikovsky to, uh, of course, thanks, thank for that. My grandmother had this awesome nutcracker that she brought from Germany, and we were not allowed to touch it. We yeah, weren't even exactly. allowed to breathe on it. <laughs> exactly. But at the bird feeder, uh, Birdman, uh, we see nut hatches, and there's a lot of, I find there's a lot of nut hatch lovers out there. Um, what, why, uh, why is it that people love nut hatches so much? Got to bring uh, the Birdman back up here. There we go. Hi. Yeah, they're so special, nuthatches. Uh, we have two, actually, nuthatches here. Uh, white-breasted nuthatch is uh, um, native to the area. Okay. Uh, you like uh, Latin things. It's a Sita carolinus. Oh, boy. Is a white-breasted nuthatch. That rolls right off the tongue. Okay. Doesn't it, though? Yeah, and uh, one of the things they're just like clowns because they go, they walk down a tree head first, and by doing that, they find more insect eggs and insects than the uh, woodpeckers as, uh, that go up the tree. Oh, so they so there's a reason for that. They start at the top and work their way down, and they go head first. And they go head first. Very cool. And they'll 
Yeah, and they'll come to the feeder and pick one nut and squirt right up to a tree and open it up. And and uh, they're just fun to watch. They're busy all the time because they do it one nut at a time, yeah. back and forth all the time. Yeah. And uh, when they're mating, they'll uh, take a uh, like a sunflower seed, and the male will hold it in front of the finest spot and uh, try and feed her. Which they're fun to watch. Yeah. They're just they're cute and adorable, aren't they? They are. They're about six inches long. And there's a little one that is a Sita Canis, which uh, obviously is from Canada. They're from Canada, yes. That would make and sense. It's, it's a red-breasted hey. nuthatch. It's, a, it's hey. only about four and a half inches long, and it's a cute little thing. And some years they're a lot more than others because of the food supply is less or more, depending on the on the uh, season. If you want nut nut hatches at the feeder, I don't know. Sunflower seeds probably the best bet, Birdman. They'll they'll pick them out. Yeah, that's yeah. their that's their best. They they really like those. Okay. There is also a nutcracker, which is a bird. Okay. It's a uh, it's out west. It's the other side of the Mississippi. It's called a Clark's nutcracker. Really. And it and it's uh, like a blue jay. So this isn't the holiday nutcracker. It's, this it's is really an actual bird. It's really hard to get bird. those little hats and boots on them, though. <laughs> <laughs> They're very picky about what they wear. They are. They are. Very cool. Uh, Birdman, we've got a call uh, here. Uh, Bob Indoor would love to talk to you. Bob, uh, good morning. How are you, Bob? Good morning. Talking about nut hatches, nut crackers. Um, I'm the black walnut guy from Door. Okay. Yeah. Um, last week you had a uh, lady call in about she saw a, what, a owl in her tree. Uh-huh. Then you, uh huh. Then you thought it was about the size of a football, you say? Mm-hmm. And uh, I I thought to myself, well, yeah, somebody called in about being a horned owl. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it was a, uh, an owl at all. You it, was in a, it was in a pear tree, right? It was, well, it's not a partridge there, Bob. Yeah, I knew that's what I was thinking. It was partridge. <laughs> yeah, no, it's everybody, not. <laughs> everybody knows partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Bob. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. I know I'm as obnoxious. I'm obnoxious like my wife does, but I thought I had a call in anyway. <laughs> Thank you very much for your call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Bob is just like me. Thousands of comedians out of work. And yeah, you guys think you ought to be one, huh? We'll, we'll be at the yeah. uh, Holiday Inn in Goshen, Indiana this weekend. Uh, you want to join us sometime, Birdman? In Goshen, Indiana? Sure. Because there's so much going on there. We do a stand-up act there. It sounds deadly to me. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be a lot do, of Do fun. I have to wear my big bird costume? Yes. 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 I should I should go. <laughs> All right, tell you what, along that theme, people are in the festive holiday mood. Um, John is on the line for you. See what you draw, Birdman, uh, John in Kentwood. Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you doing? Uh, trying to stay grounded. I'm a little nervous because I see on my uh, computer screen here that you've got a joke for the Birdman. Well, yeah, you were talking about doing a little stand-up, and uh, my joke for today is why do ducks have tail feathers? Why do ducks have tail feathers? Tell us, to John. Cover their, to cover their butt quack. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh right, start right in with you guys. All right, John. Yeah. You'll be uh, you'll be joining us at the uh, Holiday Inn there. In that's kind of foul, uh, Rick. Oh. That's foul. <laughs> See, you guys are in the spirit. You guys are in the spirit. 
We'll have uh, all of three or four people there in the lounge listening to us, but we'll have a lot of fun. So, uh, and they just came in to stay warm. <laughs> <laughs> they're lost. Yeah, they're looking for the public yeah. restroom. Yeah. <laughs> they're trying to get to Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Rick, on, on another subject, you were talking about Christmas trees and having a Christmas tree uh, after the season and put it outside is a wonderful shelter for birds mm-hmm. and cover from the predators. Right. Because you've got uh, the leaves are off the trees, and to just have a little bit more cover yep. uh, for them is just a really good thing. And you, you get more birds at your feeder with that kind of a situation. Hey, uh, Birdman, we got just a minute here, but Mary is on the line and wants to talk to you. Mary, good morning. Good morning. You had a question for Birdman? Yes, I, I heard that it was bad to feed bread to the birds in the wintertime because it fills them up and they're not really filled up. Great question, Mary. What do you think about that whole bread thing, Birdman? Well, it's it's not it's not a natural food. Got yeast in it, and I'm not yep. sure that it's, it's. In fact, I like to go to the Cracker Barrel now and then, and they've got those really great rolls. And I used to throw some of that out. You know, I'd collect them and throw them out to the ducks. And I was told, "Don't do that because it's not good for them." And I don't do well, that. Anymore. It wasn't good for them because you carried them around your pockets for so long. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Mary. Appreciate that. Uh, Birdman, uh, looking forward to you being on the show December 7 with us here in studio for the full two hours so that people can pepper you with uh, with calls. Happy birthday to you, and we hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Well, thank you on all sides. We'll talk with you very soon, Rick. Thank you very much. The Birdman, Bill Stovall here on the Flowerland Show. Another hour happy, of the flower. Happy Thanksgiving, you Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You bet. The word I'm thinking of, tickets to Christmas Light Show and so much more coming up in the next hour here on the Flowerland Show. The news is next. Stay tuned. These guys have been decomposing for years. The Flowerland Garden Show is playing live on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 6.9 FM. That's right. right 
You got it right this very minute. Mm-hmm. Betcha we do. Come on, Grumpy over there. The Grinch. It's the Flowerland show on your side. Did she tell you she couldn't find a parking space today? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's a little grumpy. Rick Doug Christie on your (laughs) Saturday morning. We all need a little Christmas. Engineer, producer extraordinaire John Ilk at the controls and George Arthur behind the glass. He'll be taking your calls in this hour. We're going to take your calls and chat with you. And in addition, play the Flowerland quiz for tickets to Christmas Light Show. Talk about cranberries. And so much more here on the Flowerland Show. Oh, there we go. Keep it going. <laughs> Christy has left the room. Elvis has left the room. It's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. We're broadcasting high above the Art Van Santa Parade, and the sun is shining on the parade participants down there in downtown Grand Rapids on a sunny Saturday morning. Here on News It doesn't Radio. end. It never <laughs> ends. It, it just goes on and on. It's on a continual loop. <laughs> just getting you in the mood here. No, big oh, finish. Oh, you getting me in a mood, all right. <laughs> <laughs> big finish. I thought maybe John would start it up again. Yeah. Anyhow, with us on the live line. I have things I can no, throw. No, 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 no. No, that's enough of that. With us on the live line this morning, Dave Aldrich. Dave with Rooftop Reindeer. Dave, good morning to you. Hello, Dave. Are you there? How's it going this morning? Hey, by the way, I love those cranberries. Yeah. Especially muffins. Aren't cranberries great? Mm, I love the uh, orange cranberry muffins, don't you? Oh, yeah. You bet. I thought you didn't buy those goodies when you went to that place. Oh, when you put a little sugar coating on them and some butter and then orange cranberry. Oh, is that that is so I'm hungry now, Dave. I'm I'm hungry. <laughs> hey, uh, Dave Aldrich with Rooftop Reindeer. Of course, they're going to be coming out to the Alpine Flower Land today from noon to three. Dave, I was going to ask you about, uh, boy, I'm trying to find it here a minute because this past, you know, I'm fascinated by uh, reindeer. And I saw something fascinating about reindeer in that uh, they've got more blood vessels going into their nose uh, because they're often in cold environments and they're nosing around in the snow and that type of thing, which would kind of prove the whole Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer theory that Rudolph actually was a real reindeer. Am I, are you following my drift there? Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, where the reindeer come from, of course, it gets 50, 60 below zero, so yeah. there's not much can live up there. Yeah. Except uh, reindeer and a few wolves, you know. But they do have all those extra blood vessels in their nose. What it does is it helps to, um, they only breathe through their nose unless they're running. And it, what it does is it helps to warm that air as they take it in before it gets to the lungs. Okay. To uh, actually keep the body warm. Yeah. You know, and and that would make sense because the, the past few weeks it's been abnormally cold here in Michigan, which... Doug kind of makes me grumpy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You know, because I like hot weather. And <laughs> yeah. I, and yeah, I've been know. thinking about the capillaries and blood and oxygen flow to the nose. Because when your nose gets cold, that's that's just no fun, Dave. And your nose runs. It's not fun. <laughs> 
but you're that's a runner. Right. You probably <laughs> you could probably hear me sniffling a little bit as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have an excuse. You're out there with the with the reindeer there and uh, and caring for those reindeer and of course the reindeer that'll be coming to the Alpine Flowerland today. You know, one thing that's not lost on me, Dave, is um, and, and every time I see your beautiful reindeer come out uh, to a venue or an event, uh, these guys are vegetarians. I mean, they were vegetarians before it was cool to be a vegetarian, weren't they? <laughs> that's, that's for sure, yeah. They they particularly like lichen, uh, yes. you know, or the moss that grows on the ground. <clears throat> that's, their, that's their main staple, where they come from. Yeah. No. Yeah, and you know, seems for, like that'd be dry. <laughs> for our well, for yeah. our listeners who are always trying to get rid of moss, this these guys love moss. It's a real treat for them. I mean, that's probably what they have for Thanksgiving dinner, right, Dave? Yeah. That, uh, excuse me. Yes, that's true. Uh, the funny thing is, um, occasionally they'll get some, um, oh, some some algae out of a, a water they'll drink out of a pond or something get a little algae yeah which is actually a, a form of lichen but the the uh, algae actually is uh, upsetting to them it gives them a little case of the well you know yeah well you know yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we got yeah, your drift up, here yeah upset stomach shall we say but, uh, <laughs> but the lichen is uh, very healthy for them so well i can't uh, so. i can't imagine drinking green pond water yeah <laughs> yeah well <laughs> but yet you'll drink tang <laughs> yeah you haven't spent much time on a farm <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way you're getting you're getting angel and bell today two of the absolute best angel, angel is by far our most popular reindeer what makes angel so popular dave well, she's been on TV a lot. She's been been in a lot of shows before, okay. um, and she uh, actually gets. Uh, maybe I told you this before. She gets an awful lot of mail here at the farm. Ah, and uh, she gets emails and text messages and phone calls. Really, it's pretty crazy. Um, wow. I don't know if I told you that a couple of weeks ago she got a a phone call from Bolivia at midnight. No, so they had seen a show. They, they had seen Angel on the show down there, and, and they thought that they should call and check on her, see how she was doing. So, well, how, uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty funny. How does Angel respond to these emails? I mean, I I would think the as a personal whole, assistant, <laughs> yeah, the whole hoof thing would make it kind of tough, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, she the Christmas cards she gets, we actually hang them up in the barn for. <clears throat> so the, the the barn's decorated with with mail for mostly Angel. Wow, that's you know fantastic. some of the other boys will get a little card now and then, but it's pretty much Angel. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. So Angel and what is the other reindeer coming? And and, and she we got her her baby coming with her, who's Baby Bell. Baby Bell. Yeah. And baby Bell's Bell. about uh, eight months old now. Oh, I like that. I like that. She's not. Doesn't look much like a baby. She's probably 120 pounds now. So, <laughs> wow, wonderful! So, Angel, who is kind of like a uh, a rock star, and baby he is the closest thing. Now I feel bad for the other reindeer, though, that they don't get cards. <laughs> well, well, you know, you can send it to just just the just the reindeer's name at Clara, Michigan, and <laughs> the post office delivers them. You don't even have to have an address anymore. Oh, cool! Yeah. Uh, Benny would like one. Benny's kind of our bull reindeer. You know, he's our star. He's our he's our baby maker. So he wouldn't mind getting a card or, you know, maybe a 
Doug and Christmas cookies. Or Doug, <laughs> pen, uh, pen a card there. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah, hey. Christmas fudge. Yeah, I like Christmas fudge. fudge and cookies. I hear somebody in the background asking for cookies and fudge. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's going on here today. <clears throat> we have our Frozen Day to celebrate the movie Frozen that came out last night. Yeah. <laughs> and as I look out in the parking lot, honest to God, there's hundreds of little girls Dressed, dressed in blue. Oh, that's fast. Uh, Elsa. Yeah. Trying, to get, trying to get in the door. I've been trying to find a place that was quiet. Oh, that's one. <laughs> well, the big question been asked, did Santa hit the spot last week? You were talking about Santa was coming in parachuting in. Yeah. Did he hit your spot? He did. He did? Yeah, Yay. he certainly did, yes. Oh, good. Santa the and plan worked. Elves as well. Yep. He, he didn't All crash through the roof. The Wonderful. <laughs> so Santa and four elves hit the spot. Yeah, you bet. That was, it was quite a scene, I'll tell you. Well, Rooftop Reindeer uh, and Angel and Belle will be at the Alpine Flowerland today from noon to 3, so stop on by. Dave, uh, we certainly appreciate you. And, of course, there's all kinds of people there to see the reindeer because people caribou reindeer. Mm. Hey, how about that? Have you ever heard yeah, of that you know, one? Feel, Is that a new yeah, one? Starting to, yeah, it's, it's starting to actually feel like Christmas now, yeah. you know, and people are people are having fun and the Christmas music and, you know, everybody's in a good, happy mood. And, I love it. And, uh, I love most it. Most wonderful time of the year, you, you know. You got it, Dave. Dave Aldrich, Rooftop Reindeer. Dave, have yourself a great Thanksgiving. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you very much. Belle and Angel, Alpine Flowerland, noon to three today. We'll take a break. We'll play the Flowerland Quiz and your call, 616-774-2424. It's the Flowerland Show. Stay tuned. Let the storm rage on. On Saturday, and the Flowerland Garden Show is taking your calls now at 616-774-2424. Now more of Wood Radio's Flowerland Garden Show. Okie dokie, arty jokey. It's the Flowerland Show, your Saturday morning. We're doing a lot of uh, Klish McClaver here this morning. Word of the day, Klish McClaver. Klish McClaver, it's a noun, word of the day. Um, and that's what we do on the show. Do you know? Do you guys know what Klish McClaver is? Before we go back Doug to Doug does a lot of push in a claver. Klish McClaver. Klish McClaver. Leave my claver alone. She'll (laughs) smack you so hard. It's not Klish McClaver. It's not Klish. It's not Klish McClaver. It's Klish McClaver. Klish McClaver. Kiss my grits. (laughs) Klish McClaver. You picked this one up at Cracker Barrel or what? (laughs) Klish McClaver. Yeah. That's a word. It's a real word. It's a noun. It means casual talk. Casual talk. That's what it means. That's what we do? Klish McClaver. (laughs) Clishmaw-Claver. <laughs> it's the flower. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Flowerland Clishmaw-Claver show. Clishmaw-Claver. <laughs> Don't push my claver. <laughs> uh, let's get back to that in a moment because that's part of uh, the word I'm thinking of segment here on the Flowerland show as we Clishmaw-Claver uh, here on the Flowerland show uh, coming up in the next half hour too. Uh, we'll give away tickets to Christmas Light Show at Fifth Third Ballpark. Let's talk to uh, Britain here next. I believe the name is Britain. Good morning. You're on the Flowerland Show. 
Hey, yep, my name's Britton. Uh, I'm from uh, Wyoming, and I, I was just hearing your, your story about the uh, um, Christmas trees when you were talking with Amy, and it, it reminded me of my entrepreneur of a neighbor, Joy, who she loves to, to replant um, just down-and-out bushes and trees. And um, oh, yeah. Anyway, I moved in, and... Um, She's got these two evergreen trees that are probably like 30 or 40 feet high. They just tower over her, her home. And uh, um, I had asked her, you know, how old are those? And um, she's like, actually, those two, uh, 35 years ago, used, were our Christmas trees. So she actually kept them potted and, and planted the Christmas tree after the season was over. She, she had them in the house, and yeah. then she planted them, and... 30 years later, they're still growing in her backyard. Fantastic. So. The gift that keeps well, giving. We do potted Christmas trees at Flowerland because people like to do that. In they a lot of family traditions, yeah. going back to traditions, they do the potted Christmas trees. So, yeah, this is uh, this is something cool. Families can enjoy it, like you say, for many years. And you're thinking, Britain, sure. uh, like 40 years ago. Yeah. 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 So er, they, they, early 1980s, uh, you know, they get yep. a Christmas tree, they plant it, and now 40 years later enjoying it. I like that. For sure, and she actually says she she couldn't find a spot for it one year. So she like she pulled it outside for the the spring and summer, and you know watered it and kept it maintained in the pot. Yep. And they actually used it again the next year as a Christmas tree. Fantastic. It hadn't, it hadn't gotten any larger, so bonus tree. Planted it the following year. <laughs> so hey, thanks for the call, Britton. Appreciate the story. For, you know, on uh, sure. at thankyouverymulch.com, I posted a story in the blog. Check it out today. Uh, those were the days, my friend. I posted that story this past week. Uh, essentially, uh, if you look at homes in neighborhoods, there are people who plan ahead. You know, sometimes we kind of poo-poo conifers or evergreens because everybody wants the blooming hydrangea and the blooming plant and, the, you know, the exciting whatever blooming thing. But... Evergreens are the foundation of a landscape planting, and they are the bones, the skeleton, the structure. And at this time of the year, they take the forefront. And if you think about it, they are natural Christmas decorations for your home at this time of the year. Permanent plantings of evergreens. And so I posted pictures and a story there at thankyouverymulch.com. Those were the days, my friend, where we look at those uh, dead hydrangeas at this time of the year with the brown leaves hanging off them and we're sad about it and and I was kind of humming that tune in my head those were the days my friend we thought they'd never end but now is the time of year to celebrate evergreens and conifers I'll get off the stage now and get off my pulpit here and yeah, but the evergreen gives you 12 months of that's color. the point it's the gift that keeps yeah. giving yeah exactly let's talk to tim and muskegon next tim good morning you are on the Flowerland show hey good morning guys i love your show thank you very much hey, hey i've got a, a question about a i think it's a silver maple um in my yard it's quite old well it's about 20 years old and it was healthy and everything this year Last week, I was driving out my driveway, and I noticed that it had two huge cracks in the bark. Mm-hmm. Um, they're almost like spiral, and it's down to the, what, the meat of the tree. You can almost see under the bark. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what that is or what I should do, or is it dead or what? Well, not unusual. It's not dead. Uh, bark and It's a, active. Yeah, yeah bark yeah. and a tree are not a static 
uh, uh, composite of wood sitting in your yard, but rather is a living, breathing thing. Changing. Yeah. yeah. And that's part of the changing of the tree. And you probably see most of that cracking occur on either the south or the west side of the tree, Tim, because uh, in winter the sun is low in the south, um, and so that bark heats up and it expands and contract, and then it contracts when the temperatures get very cold, and we start to see some uh, some splitting of the bark. So it's why at this time of the year we recommend people wrap young trees, not an older tree, but young trees. To, uh, to try and keep that cracking from starting at a uh, at a young age. We call that Southwest disease. I see. Is there anything that I need to do or just leaf it alone? Leaf it alone at this Mother point. Mother Nature will take care of herself. Exactly. It's happened for years and years, and it's just something that we know. We Sometimes we just get in the way, but especially for that plant. That plant wants to grow, and it's, it's a fast grower, so you're going to see it more. But we see it on, on, on a lot of Norways as well. So Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just uh, appreciate it. Yes. Ju- just enjoy nature, Tim, and enjoy your tree. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. All right, you too. Thank you very much. 616-774-2424, a number here on the Flowerland Show as we clish McClaver our way through uh, a Saturday morning. It is a noun. Sounds like a kid you went to high school with. <laughs> Clish McClaver. Remember Clish McClaver yeah. in phys ed? He was good. <laughs> he always wore those short shorts. We wear short shorts. Always in trouble with the teacher, that Clish McClaver. Actually, but now like we've learned this morning that as we have casual talk on casual talk radio, it's not Clish McClaver. That's who I went to high school with. <laughs> yeah. Instead, it is... Clish McClaver. No. <laughs> Clish McClaver. Clish McClaver. I'm going to write a song about this. <laughs> Wrote a song about it. Want to hear it? <laughs> well, Clish McClaver. <laughs> it's the Flowerland Show. For those keeping score at home, it is a real word, and there are people right now who are Googling it all over the place. C-L-I-S-H-M-A-C-A-V-E-R. Clish McClaver. And that's what we do on the show. Wait till you hear I'm the word. I'm not really sure what time. we do on this yeah. show anymore. Clishmaw Cleaver. <laughs> we'll play the Flowerland Quiz for Christmas light show tickets in the next half hour. Extraordinary. Yeah, it's extraordinary. And your call. Extraordinarily. Here on your Saturday morning, it's Rick Doug Christie, the Flowerland Show. The news is next. Stay tuned. Clishmaw Cleaver. Clishmaw Cleaver. Shake it up. Shake it up. Wood Radio's Flowerland Garden Show is on the air on News Radio Wood 1300 at 106.9 FM. All of times the Flowerland Show, Rick Doug Christie on your Saturday morning. This song, of course, a Flowerland Show memory. And uh, before I get into that, I uh, want to share. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Here with our uh, listeners across the fruited and rooted plain. We're going to take the seventh caller here. Seventh caller at this point to win two tickets to Christmas Light Show. It's an incredible event at the Fifth Third Ballpark here in West Michigan. We aren't giving these away for free. you got to do a little work for them. you got to do a little work. you got to play the Flowerland Quiz. So we're going to take the seventh caller right now, 616-774-2424. That's 616-774-2424, the Flowerland Show. Two tickets. Want to give those away to the Christmas Light Show, and you can... Sometime between now and early January, take a drive there through the ballpark, see the beautiful lights, Christmas light show at Fifth Third Ballpark. Two tickets, seventh caller to play the Flowerland quiz and win those two tickets. All right, this song, Blue Blue Oyster You just can't talk today. I know. Blue Oyster Cult. Back in the news this past week. Klishma Cleaver. Klishma Cleaver. It's the Flowerland Extraordinary Show, and it's extraordinary. Extraordinary. No, it's extraordinary. <laughs> extraordinary. Anyhow, I uh, wanted to share with our listeners, of course, the Flowerland Show has been on the air for uh, over 25 years. That's a quarter of a century. Uh, this past year, I wrote a book, I Just Wet My Plants, which uh, addresses the issue of the Flowerland Show being on the air for 25 years, some of the things I've learned in the process. And by the way, both uh, I Just Wet My Plants and Operation Rumination, they make great Christmas gifts and are available at uh, Schuler Books and Music or Flowerland stores. You can also order them online. Just go to my site, thankyouverymulch.com. You can find them there too, but they make great Christmas gifts. Stop by a Flowerland store and, uh, and pick up a copy. I just wet my plants and Operation Rumination. Uh, years ago, uh, we had a, a gentleman, uh, just loved this guy. His name was Rich Jones, and he would be in the um, news studio. And up here on the ninth floor, uh, we broadcast from Studio A here in, uh, in the beautiful studios of News Radio, Wood 1300, 106.9 FM, and... We have the opportunity to look through a, uh, a glass partition here into the newsroom where the news is broadcast at the top and the bottom of the hour. And we were in the habit of playing this song uh, for years. And Rich Jones, uh, who is now currently the, uh, the news director at 104.5 WOKV in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, Doug, we'd look over there mm-hmm. while we're playing the song, and he's standing on the chair in the newsroom playing the cowbell because of that famous Saturday Night Live skit uh, with Jennifer Walken, I believe it was. One of my favorite people. Uh, who, uh, who breaks into the I need more cowbell. And Rich Jones was totally into that, that song. I need more cowbell. And just that memory comes flooding back of Rich. Just love that guy. Now the news director at WOKV in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. But, boy, we'd be in here doing the show and look into the newsroom. He's standing on the chair with the cowbell. I need more cowbell. And, of course, Will Ferrell this past week on, uh, uh, on The Tonight Show, on The Tonight Show with, with Jimmy Fallon, uh, said that he, uh, Christopher Walken told him he had ruined his life <laughs> because of that skit. <laughs> Because anywhere oh. now, Christopher Walken, going, whatever work he does or he's on stage, people bring cowbells. Oh. And uh, he said, you ruined my life. 
because the cowbell has stuck with them through all these uh, these years. And it brought back some uh, some great memories. And I messaged Rich uh, this past week. Uh, just just a great memory. I need more cowbell. It's the Flowerland Show. 616-774-2424 is our number. And we'll take some calls here uh, in this half hour. Uh, and by the way, also appreciated the call earlier about the Christmas tree because uh, Doug Christie, people can plant right now. And as a matter of fact, this beautiful weekend, if you needed to move some plants or you wanted to put a few plants in the ground or do some maintenance work in the landscape, uh, it's a great weekend to do it. Uh, so uh, no problem with, uh, with doing such a thing or if you still have some summer bulbs that you have to lift out of the ground. Uh, that type of work in the landscape or clean up those leaves. Well, it's getting close to that Thanksgiving fertilizing time too. So Sure. And as you mentioned, Doug, uh, earlier to a caller, as far as roses are concerned, it takes them a while to get into the winter mode and shut down. As a matter of fact, I saw a number of them this past week who still had, uh, they still had some flowers. If you've been feeding and they're healthy, yep. they're still growing. Yeah. You know, even though we've had a little snow, even we've had a little rain, they continue to grow. The temperatures are, are still okay. And when I look at the temperatures coming in the next few days, they look great. So I, I agree. We still have time to get out and pick up the leaves, do a little yard work. Yep. Uh, people are still planting. Uh, yeah. Yesterday we were at the Kentwood store and people are coming in still getting hydrangeas. And yeah, so they're still planting out there as well. Well, and not only that, but as we mentioned earlier this past week, uh, we spent a fair amount of time, uh, time unloading fresh Christmas trees. And in the process, as we're unloading fresh Christmas trees, folks are coming out to the Flowerland stores and they're buying mulch, Doug. They are, yes, because we still have time to get it done. And, uh, you know, if we can do it now, we don't have to do it in the spring. It's off the list of things to do. So, uh, but yeah, the trees really are liking this weather. You know, it's been nice, been nice and cool. We're getting a little rain, a little snow. And uh, those trees are going to be nice and fresh for this year. Well, and as we've often talked about, uh, it's a good thing for plants not to go into winter in a drought condition, uh, watered properly. And uh, we've had, of course, plenty of, uh, plenty of water. So I think we, uh, we're doing well as far as preparing these plants for winter. But yard work, landscape work, that sort of thing, as you also put some lights on the shrubs and hang the boughs and that sort of thing, uh, a perfect weekend for it here in West Michigan. And want to remind folks, too, folks uh, enjoy the podcast not only all over the U.S., but all over the world, and you can share it with friends and neighbors also. The Flowerland Show podcast is free, and you can get it right there at myflowerland.com, or you can get it at woodradio.com. 616-774-2424, our number here on the Flowerland Show. And with us on the live line, Ready Flowerland Quiz to win two tickets to Christmas Light Show. Come on down, Vanessa from Belding. Vanessa, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Okay. Vanessa, do you like movies? Pardon me? Do you like movies? Yeah. Okay, good. So that might help you with this uh, Flowerland quiz question. We're going to have you play the Flowerland quiz and an opportunity to win two tickets to Christmas Light Show. Have you ever gone to Christmas Light Show? No, I have not. All right, wonderful. It's a great experience. It's out at uh, Fifth Third Ballpark 
And uh, the Light Show will go on uh, until early January, so this will give you an opportunity to drive through Christmas Light Show. So, Vanessa, uh, are you ready for your quiz? Okay. You don't sound real confident. (laughs) I'm not a very good gardener. Well, no, this more so has to do with uh, with movies and, and not uh, gardening. Let me ask you this question. Do you feel on top of your game today? Do you feel smart today? Okay. <laughs> you are really exuding confidence here. Okay, well, let's just give it a try, okay? Let's, that sounds good. Let's just give it a try. In the movie, A Christmas Story. Have you ever seen A Christmas Story? Parts of it. Okay. <laughs> In the movie, A Christmas Story, what was the name of the next door neighbors whose dogs ate the Christmas turkey? As you recall from the movie, A Christmas Story, these dogs come tearing through the house and they take the turkey off the table. Uh, what was the name of the next door neighbors whose dogs ate the Christmas turkey? Was it A, the Grinches? Was it B, the Nutcrackers? Was it C, the Bumpuses? Or was it D, the Hatfields and the McCoys? So in the movie, A Christmas Story, what was the name of the next door neighbors who ate, whose dogs ate the Christmas turkey? A serious guess. We'll go with the Grinches. No, that's not <laughs> going to work for you there, Vanessa. Okay. Uh, um, well, I know, I, know it's, I know a couple of them that it's not. So the what is it? One. What is it not? The Hatfields and the McCoys, right? We use the process of elimination. It's not Hatfields and McCoys. And it's not the Nutcrackers. No, it's not the Nutcrackers. And if it's not the Grinches, then possibly it could be the Bumpuses. I would think so. There you go. <laughs> it's the Bumpuses. The Bumpuses. <laughs> See, in the movie A Christmas Story, what was the name of the next door neighbors whose dogs ate the Christmas turkeys? The neighbors were the Bumpuses. The Bumpuses. Vanessa, uh, we have your information here. We'll drop a couple tickets in the mail. You're going to see Christmas Light Show. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Have a great Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas. 616-774-2424. You guys remember that? The Bumpuses? Oh, yeah. I Believe me, I've seen that movie way too many times. <laughs> the Bumpuses. Tradition for you, huh? Uh, no, but for another family member, it's and an you. obsession. <laughs> what, a, what a great movie. Love that movie. Oh, by the way, before I forget, now I don't know if I can find it. Yes. I, I got to give you one more word of the day because people love these words. I thought these of the were day words that you were thinking of. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, the word I'm thinking of. <laughs> The word I'm thinking of is clim, clim, clinquant. 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 It's kind of like us. It's like delinquent, only with the C. Well, yeah, and, and what it means is glittering, but in a false or cheap way like tinsel. Clinquant. 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 <laughs> You're looking kind of you clean. Move your teeth. Are you having some sort of seizure? Do we need to get you some <laughs> clean quant? Clean quant. Okay. I wish people could see listeners. your face when you are trying this, to say clean it. Quant. This is an adjective. This is an adjective, and it's spelled uh, C L I N Q U A N T. C L I N Q U A N T. Clean quant. 
Clinquant. <laughs> there we go. Clinquant. I was right Clint in the first Clint. place. You guys, you guys got me. You know, I, yeah, we. It's I was, us. I was confident it's at first. <laughs> the left half of his face doesn't yeah. move. <laughs> says it, but it's you, us. Yeah. You converted me over to Clinquant <laughs> when, Clint. in actuality, the name is Clinquant. It's Clinquant. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Word of the day. Clinquant. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, an adjective. Is the word I'm thinking of? It's glittering. This slides off the tongue. <laughs> it's a uh, glittering. Clink-quant. Glittering, but in a false or cheap way, like tinsel. Extraordinary. And it's extraordinary. Clishma <laughs> right. Claver. Yeah, Clishma Claver. We're gonna take a break here on the Flowerland Clishma Claver show and uh, take more of your calls. We got an open line. We got folks on hold. Six one six seven seven four twenty four twenty four. Of course, also folks heading up to the Alpine Flowerland. Noon to three today. Santa and the reindeer get up there. Great photo op. No, Christy put it away. We'll be right back. If you plant it, mow it, or grow it, they know it. Now, more of Rick, Doug, and Christy and the Flowerland Garden Show on Wood Radio. All right, thank you very much for joining us here on the Flowerland Show. We appreciate it. Of course, uh, beautiful, fresh Christmas trees and greens now in at Flowerland and the reindeer and Santa up at our Alpine Flowerland today, noon to three. Love to see you up there. It'll be a kick in the plants. 616-774-2424, our number. We've got an open line. If you want to jump on it, we'd love to hear from you. Gary in Holton is calling in. He is up next. Gary, good morning. You are on the Flowerland Show. Good morning. How are you folks today? Gary, staying grounded. How are things in beautiful Holton? Hey, it's great. We're overlooking Acker Lake here and just seeing the geese and stuff that are coming in yet. And Wonderful. Uh, What's the, going from there. What's the name of the lake, Gary? Acker, A-C-K-E-R. Oh, Acker Lake. Okay. I, uh, I've i never been there. Never heard of that before. Maybe I ought to grab an inner tube next summer and take a float in Acker Lake. Well, it's only about a 35, 40-acre lake, so it's not going to take you long to float it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that sounds like fun to me. Uh, Gary, uh, what's on your mind this morning? Uh, I've acquired some property about 15 years ago, and there's some daylilies on it, and they've never been touched. And somebody says, geez, if you were to split them apart, they'd probably bloom better. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, do you just lift the plant or just take a shovel and put it down through the middle of it and move that part of it? I love your question. And as a matter of fact, today, you know, uh, Gary, I often refer to it as bend over and split your plants. And for a lot of perennials like hostas or daylilies, Guys, they actually benefit, or ornamental grasses, Mm -hmm. benefit from being lifted out of the ground and divided. And generally with a good sharp shovel, Gary, if you're able to dig that entire clump out of the ground and and set it on the ground next to the hole, you're able to cut those uh, into halves or quarters and replant them. The only downside with doing that at this time of the year is that it's late and the plant, the plant will be fine, but if we don't get a lot of snow cover and what you divided uh, lifts out of the ground due to expansion and contraction, and if you were to do something like that today, we would recommend mulching it. So is this something you should do in the spring then? 
You can no, you can do it in the fall and you can do it in the spring. Okay. With success. But if you're doing it this late, you know, generally we would do that in October. You want them to root a little bit, but you could do it today. You could do it successfully. Just make sure you uh, apply a little bit of mulch. Okay, sounds good. Thank you very much. All right, Gary. Yeah, if I was going to do this time of year, I think I tried to get as big a piece as I can. Yes. You know, yeah. I think that's the bigger big help. Chunks bigger than chunks. Really smaller. You know, where when you're talking about these other times, off times, uh, you know, smaller have a chance to root itself in. That increases your odds. Yeah. You're right about okay. that. And uh, uh, also, as far as the ornamental grasses is con- are concerned, uh, as we've discussed here before, I prefer to just leave them up and enjoy them in winter. But if you needed to, you could cut them back and divide them. At this time of the year also, I generally do that in... I'm at the grocery store yesterday. Oh, boy. <laughs> get a nice spiral ham. And because I'm, I'm, I do ham on Thanksgiving. And there's a woman standing by the end of the chest where all the turkeys are. And she's digging through it and pawing through it. And she's going through looking at all the tags and stuff. And she's looking really frustrated. And this nice gentleman comes walking down the aisle that works at the store. And she says, excuse me, can you help me? And he says, well, what can I help you with, ma'am? She goes, I have a question for you. She says, do these birds get any bigger? And she says, no, ma'am, they're dead. <laughs> that really happened. No, that was my grandpa's joke that he told every Thanksgiving. <laughs> do these birds get any bigger? No, ma'am, they're dead. <laughs> and you heard it every Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving, yeah. like it was brand new. <laughs> I'm sure. You just want to go to Goshen with Rick, don't you? <laughs> Yes. No. Yeah. Hey, no. speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, a lot of people, and you can Google this, but it's fascinating. In 1959, at this time of the year, there was a great cranberry scare. It was the great cranberry scare of 1959. Uh, in early November, Arthur S. Fleming, he was the Secretary of Health, Education, and Welfare, and he issued a warning to consumers that uh, the cranberries that year could possibly have traces of weed killer in them found in Oregon and Washington. So he urged Americans to be on the safe side and uh, avoid consuming the cranberries until they had been uh, tested and the cranberry industry crashed that year because of it. Well, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, Mamie Eisenhower at uh, at the White House closed the menu to the national media. Uh, and that created huge problems for the uh, the cranberry industry. Of course, they were they were furious. Uh, ocean spray was around then, and uh, they lost millions of dollars. As a matter of fact, uh, there ended up being nearly ten million dollars in compensation payments from Congress to make amends for the government's mishandling of that incident. And then cranberry sales the next year uh, rose to normal levels. So that's. That's really fascinating that that was one of the first uh, such occasions that such a thing happened in our country. But that was 1959, the Great Cranberry Scare. Doug Christie, thank you very much. Privilege, pleasure to do the show with you. John Ilk and George Arthur, thank you very much. Thanks most of all to you, our entrepreneur friends across the Ridded Plain. Head up to the Alpine Flowerland, noon to 3 today. Reindeer and Santa will see you there. Have a great Thanksgiving. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.